0: So it has pretty much been something about eight years, seven years, eight years since any content uh, regarding the Aqua Teen Hunger Force series has been released. And we just got a random new movie. It came out this week, Aqua Teen Forever Plantasm. Now, I really questioned whether or not I was going to kind of make it just about that one movie maybe do another one for the first film they did back in um, 2008 or 2007 uh, aqua teen hunger force colon movie film for theaters uh, that is a fantastic film in and of itself as well but then i thought you know i could also talk about the show because the show has left a tremendous impact on me as you know just essentially a person who sort of grew up on it like this is a good portion of my like teenage and early adult years and you know just having this show that was part of the the adult swim entourage of just excellent content that we got from that era you know it's just it's an era that's very much praised by those people who i guess were exposed and raised into it and then getting people into it now it can be relatively simple if you allow them to have a chance to kind of Give, give give what if they're trying to do a chance, but then again, you're also dealing with people that look at Family Guy the same way, and Family Guy is also a tremendous show when it comes to, I guess you can say, the mildly adult humor cartoon genre, if we want to call it that. I think they also call Aqua Teen Hunger Force and an obscure comedy in a way, like it, like the the way it does comedy is not like what you're expecting out of comedy and i guess but it's aqua teen hunger force it's fantastic how do you how do you not like aqua teen hunger force and i guess it's just because it, it's just not your thing you know aqua teen hunger force for me is right up there with shows like you know uh metalocalypse like how, like how do you not like metalocalypse but maybe it's just the crowds that i rolled with but I've, I, I love this show. I love watching this show. I still binge it every so often. To this day, my wife and I make jokes about how we're going to get tattoos of the three of them. And it's just great to see that they're making this slight comeback this year. You know, they they released this film, which from start to finish is just pure gold. It's, it's exactly what, you know, you're looking for when it comes to what it is they did. Because they did exactly how everybody else did it. Anybody who had an adult oriented cartoon, like South Park or Family Guy, anything like that, they just made fun of... The, it was this commentary that made fun of things that actually were going on in the real world, or actual sort of real-world conversation, or events, or or people, or aspects of social life. And they did this play on it with um, Aqua Teen that was really funny because it was just nonsense and it was you know a milkshake a box of fries and a meatball doing it all doing it and it's just funny it's just such a great show and it was on for 11 seasons uh i think they consider the 12th season being what they did on youtube which essentially was just a um uh, a bunch of shorts To sort of promote that they were making this comeback. They're called the Dunk Side Pieces. They're like three, four minute episodes you can find on YouTube on the uh, Adult Swim channel. Uh, channel. They're fun. You know, I would say that it's kind of a tease. And leading up to what we got for um, this film that came out this week. It's nice to see that this is a little bit more what we were looking for. Now, what's different from this film, from the first one they did, the uh, colon movie film for theaters, is that that first one is kind of, it feels like a mixture of almost a bunch of different episodes put into a movie. And now this one, even though it's straight to DVD, it feels like one solid movie, it tells one essential story, and I don't know why I'm trying to make Aqua Teen Hunger Force sound serious. It's not that serious, you're not meant to take it serious, you're meant to have fun, but... Again, we're talking about this first movie coming out. Maybe if it came out 2008, this is sometime revolving around its fourth season, fifth season. So it was like this this way of them expressing, you know, hey, we have we have a substantial amount of you know quality to what we've created, and that's worthwhile to make. The first film, and the first film went to theaters. The first film you could buy tickets and watch in a movie theater. So it was substantial, and it does have enough of a fan base that they know that they can make this comeback, and it'll be worthwhile. Uh, I do really try to revamp the show a bunch as well after the seventh season. The eighth season has a different name, 9, 10, 11. It just became this running joke that everything just had a different name. So the name of the very last uh, season was Aquatine Hunger Force Forever, which is where the the uh, prior to the colon for Plantasm of this film is Aquatine Forever. Now I do hope that this kind of leads them into them knowing that they still have that fan base and people are still gonna want to watch it. That we get more. I there is a joke about them making a sequel. I don't know a lot about the ratings. It's still relatively new, so not much is out there as far as ratings is concerned. I might be one of the first people kind of talking about it. Maybe one of the only people, and I don't care about being the only person. Again, I'll say it a thousand times during this whole thing. I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I love anything that those guys put out, and I think they're super talented. I think they're so talented that I don't think anybody really realizes that until you actually look into it. You got, um, it's created by Dave Willis and uh, Matt Meliaro. Those are the guys that created the show at first. Dave Willis is the guy who does the voice of Meatwad and Carl. Those are two primary characters that are part of the team. The other two is Frylock, who's uh, voiced by um, Gary Means, and then Master Shake, who's voiced by Dana Schneider. Now, Dana Schneider and Gary Means, uh, I think Dana Schneider has done a couple of other things. He's made some um, other appearances on things like, um, what's that other show from Adult Swim? I think it's called Squidbillies, I believe that's what it's called. I never got into that show, but I know he's been in there. Uh, he's also been in The Thundermans. You know, he's big on, in voice acting. Uh, Gary Means, I don't think he's done much else. I think he's kind of on the same lines, something that revolves around maybe working for Nickelodeon for a little while, but his primary stuff is known as, you know, the Aquatine Hunger Force. Um, so you have those two guys that just voiced those two characters. Then you have Dave Willis, who does the voice of two of the primary characters. Again, we were talking, um, uh, Meatwad and Carl. Then you have Matt Maliaro, who does the voices of Markula, who's this 4,000-year-old vampire, who's the landlord of the building they live, not building, the house they live in. And he also does the voice of Ur, Matt Meliaro does the voice of Er, while Dave Willis does the voice of Ignignot, and those are the two 2D, you know, 8-bit aliens from the Moon, the Moonites. And from what I'm, from what I read, they also did a lot of other voices. So this is just how, like, you know, you have these really um, talented voice actors coming in and doing the show and doing a lot of it, you know, themselves, these creators. And, of course, you have different voice actors that have come in for different reasons, and there was actually an episode, I want to say, I think it's in regular Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't think it's in any of the other quote-unquote specialty seasons. I want to say it's closer to the middle, though. It's like six or seven. They have an episode that's, it's, um, it's this dude that shows up to the house, and he's like, I want you to help me blow up the moon. And he's just all pink, he's got a bunch of nipples on his, on his body, and he's bald. And he's just making all these jokes about how, like, you know, let me stay in your house, um, help me blow up the moon, I'll make you pancakes. And in the background is a score, and the score is done by the actual orchestra that did the score for Star Wars and they did the score for this move for this one episode because it's an episode that's making fun of Star Wars but also being like this kind of play on Star Wars because the guy who's got like who's bald like basically skinless with the nipples the joke is that he's a he he's a wookiee that's been shaved and the moon is like it's a werewolf but a werewookie. So the moon turns him into the Wookiee and then he becomes this animalistic creature and that's the joke. There's even another joke at the end where he pulls out a lightsaber and one of them tries to say lightsaber, but he's like, no, 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 no. light Lightwaver, way different than what you're about to say because even though they're making fun of Star Wars and they have the orchestra, they can't actually say it even though they're implying this is a Star Wars themed episode. <laughs> and it, this is it's just one example of how awesome the show was and how much fun it is to watch and just sit down and i'll just have it on in the background sometimes i really do hope that this movie kind of gives this kick in the butt to guys like dave willis and uh, matt maliaro to kind of make more and do do more with the show get get the show back up and running give us more even if it's just you more youtube shorts if it's another movie if it's another short season because you know i know it's difficult to you know make animated shows but I think that it could have ran a lot longer than what it did, and I think it still could be very successful. It's got a fan base. It's got people that want it, and you're talking about people that want it that are people who grew up with it, and people who are probably going to get exposed to it because you're you're putting it back out there, and and it's going to cause conversation, and eventually people are going to be like, what what are you? they're going to see it? They're going to go, what are you watching? What are you talking about when it's playing? <laughs> on my phone when i'm at work it's the funniest thing when they see it and they go is that a talking milkshake and i love trying to explain to somebody what aqua teen hunger force is and they've never seen it and more often than none i get somebody interested and they go and they figure it out themselves and they find enjoyment in it like i do it's it's just a piece of i guess i should say a piece of my young adult life that i'm not willing to give up and this movie is just making me want more and I do hope we get more because this this movie was great and I think I think we deserve it. I think they deserve it as creators to kind of get back on the get back on the horse give us more content, continue to make the the stuff that they're doing because it's it, 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 I'm pretty certain with how well thought out quote unquote this one movie is that just came out is it's it's got an actual like i said story it doesn't feel like a bunch of different stories matched together it's actually one cohesive story that's just got all of the corpse of the show incorporated knowing that they can do that i think they have it in them to give us more and fingers crossed i got my fingers crossed for more aqua teen hunger force